The Linux Reality Podcast is sponsored by O'Reilly Media, spreading the knowledge of innovators through its books, online services, magazines, and conferences. Visit them today at O'Reilly.com. Welcome back to Linux Reality. My name is Chess Griffin, and this is episode uh, 90, episode 90. So um, sort of the year-end uh, wrap-up special, uh, I guess you could say. It's not really all that special, I guess, other than it's the last episode of 2007. And as I think I've mentioned uh, a couple of times now, I will be taking a break you know, four or five weeks, maybe a month and a half at the most, something like that. It'll kind of put me into the middle to the end of January, probably a little bit closer to the end of January, uh, because that KDE event that I'll be going to is sort of in the middle, uh, 17th, 18th, and 19th. Uh, so, uh, but I'm going to be taking some time off now, sort of with the holidays coming up and Christmas and New Year's and then this trip and everything. Uh, so, uh, this is sort of a, uh, you know, year end, uh, wrap up episode. Uh, I've got several things to, you know, sort of talk about, got a bunch of listener tips, ton of email, uh, audio feedback, all kinds of stuff. So let's get right to it. Okay. Well, the first thing I wanted to touch on was the, uh, uh, 2007 project donations uh, page. Uh, this will be sort of my last chance to kind of mention it, but I really want to uh, focus on some of the projects that have already received donations. I've got lots of emails from, from people who've uh, made donations and I haven't got all the projects up on the website yet, but I've got a lot of them. And I thought I'd, you know, mention some of them uh, because I just think it's so cool to see uh, people, you know, contributing uh, to some of the projects that, you know, that we enjoy. Uh, uh, I'm not going to read them all off the list. You can go and check out the list on the website, but a couple of them that come to mind are Debian, uh, Drupal, uh, the FreeBSD Foundation, uh, the Free Software Foundation, uh, OpenBSD, uh, Mepis Linux, Linux Mint, uh, Software Freedom Law Center, and Vim. Uh, a couple others, like I said, and, and hopefully there'll be some more. So uh, please do check out the list. And, you know, if you do make any donations, please let me know. Just send me an email, and obviously I'll send you that free CD or DVD. And one thing I've been telling people who've been, you know, sending me um, their receipts and, and whatnot uh, give me just a little bit of time to get you those CDs or DVDs. I'm going to try to get them out before the end of the year. Uh, but, you know, if several weeks go by and you haven't received anything, just drop me a line. Let me know. Just remind me, especially with it's it, it's pretty crazy right now for me at work. I've been putting in a lot of long hours working late. In fact, um, I'm usually in there on Sundays uh, these days. And, uh, of course, with the holidays and the new year and then my travels and things. So, uh, you know, it, I don't want anything to slip through the cracks. But if for some reason it does, just, you know, ping me. Don't bother. I mean, don't hesitate to, to you know, to bug me. That's fine. Uh, and I'll get those out to you. So uh, thanks again to everybody who's made donations. And we're still doing this, you know, through the end of the year, through the end of December. So even though I'm, this will be the last episode of the year, uh, you know, please do keep this in mind and consider making a little donation to any kind of free and open source project or any sort of related organization uh, like that that's out there. And, you know, if it's $15 or more, just let me know and I'll send you a free 
free CD or DVD if you want it. And if you don't want it, that's fine too. I've had a few people say they don't they don't want it, so that's perfectly fine. Um, but I wanted to just sort of uh, take a take a few minutes just to kind of you know touch base about this particular year, uh, this past year of Linux Reality in you know 2007. We've had a lot of what I hope to be really really great episodes, and I've had a lot of fun. And you know we started off the year by sort of diving into some more you know command line utilities and various things, and we kind of talked about all kinds of neat little technologies. Uh, got into the home server series that was sort of a 10 episode series uh, in the 50s you know in the episode numbers in the 50s approximately and uh, you know covered a lot of ground and a lot of topics in there most of it at a fairly high level um, like most things obviously in this podcast you know I tend to do it at a, you know, somewhat high level but I've had a lot of people say they really enjoyed that series and you know have been able to run some of these servers at home and it's just a lot of fun I mean it's you know if, especially if we have spare old machines or you know maybe takes taking some of these concepts and, and putting them in place with you know businesses or charities or other organizations schools you know people have sent me emails saying you know some of the stuff that we talked about in the uh, server series they, they took and and you know applied that in a school setting you know with an old machine that was going to be a throwaway and it's great to see old computers recycled and reused because you know especially you know gosh there's just so much stuff thrown away you know every day and computers obviously have some environmental issues with some of the components inside it so it's great to be able to reuse and recycle some of these old machines that are perfectly good i mean i think i've mentioned this before my main primary server here at home um is an is a 10 year old pentium 3 dell and it's great it's a workhorse and that thing could probably live another 10 years you know i've had to replace a few components here and there but um, I mean, it's like a, you know, it's like a nice, it's like a great old car that will just run forever as long as you change the oil. Uh, so, um, so anyway, so we, we talked about the home server series and then I, you know, started, um, uh, doing some uh, interviews with some people and starting off with Andrew Smith and most recently, of course, with, uh, Paul and Larry from the Paul.com security weekly podcast. And I've really had a blast talking to people. And, you know, as I've mentioned before, I've tried to, for the most part, talk to people who are sort of just you know, everyday users, general people, uh, general Linux users and, and people in different, different positions and different places in their careers and things. And cause I just think there's so many cool stories out there to, to tell. And, uh, you know, it, it's neat to hear interviews with sort of the big names in, in the Linux area and free software, but it's also fun to hear from, from people on how things work, uh, you know, practically speaking, you know, on a day-to-day basis. And, some of the challenges people have faced, um, you know, in 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 using Linux. So uh, I've really had a blast doing all this kind of stuff, and it's just been a lot of fun. Really, has been a great year, and I just can't, you know, I do want to take a moment here also to thank all of you and to thank all the listeners who've sent me emails and sent me donations and sent me audio tips and feedback and have participated in the forums. I'd like to give a big shout out again to the last known God. He's the uh, moderator in the forums. And uh, there's a lot of other people uh, who've, who've helped out in the forums as well, but, but he's really been instrumental in keeping the forum clean of spam. It's amazing. Uh, that we've been so spam free. If maybe I shouldn't say anything, uh, maybe that will change, you know, knock on wood, but hopefully it won't, but I'd really like to thank him. And, uh, you know, for everybody else who's hanging out in the forums and hanging out in the IRC channel, 
uh, it's just been great. I mean, y'all are just the best audience ever, and I just, I just can't thank you enough. It really is because of of everybody that's listening and the feedback that you know that I've been going this this long, and we'll be you know coming up on a two year anniversary um, shortly after the first of the year. Dave Yates just had his congratulations, Dave. That was very cool. He started in December of two thousand five, and he just had his two years. So, uh, big kudos to him. And of course, I'd like to, you know, thank him, Dave, as well as the guys from the Linux Link Tech Show. They, those, you know, guys and, you know, Lug Radio and, you know, the people who've been doing this longer than I have. I just, you know, I want to big, give a big shout out to them because if it weren't for all of them and what they did and got me inspired to do this, that, you know, I wouldn't be doing it. So, uh, and they've all, you know, continued to be very supportive of this show and, and have mentioned me on their shows and stuff like that. So I really want to thank them as well. Um, but, you know, there's just, there's, this is really a community thing. I mean, sure, it's me recording, but, you know, I mean, I'm just one guy, and I certainly, you know, I don't know everything, and uh, I'm just a user like everybody else that's listening. So uh, it really is a community thing, just like free software, and uh, it's because of a, the community effort that makes free software so great and makes the project so great, and that's what makes all these podcasts so good, um, you know, getting the feedback and getting, you know, uh, getting in touch with listeners and hearing from listeners and interviewing people. Uh, so it's really been fantastic. So thank you guys so much. Uh, thank you for a great year. I look forward to next year as well. And we're just going to keep on trucking. And I think with that, I'm going to uh, get to a, let's see, what do I have here lined up in the queue? Uh, oh, yes, I've got an audio feedback and some listener tips. I guess we'll get to the tips first and then we'll do the feedback. Let's check those out now. This is Josh, and today I would like to tell you about the commands du and df. df reports on file system disk space usage, and if you type the command uh, df space dash h, you'll get a nice little list of all the file systems attached to your computer and the amount of space they have left and the amount of spaces being used. Uh, the dash h option uh, makes the values human readable in uh, kilobytes, megabytes, and gigabytes. The DU option is very similar, but it summarizes this usage of each file in four directories. So if you type DU space dash H, it'll print out a list of directories and their sizes. And if you do this in your home folder, it'll print out a very long list. So you might just want to see how big your home folder is. So to see that, you print out, or you would type du space hs. And the h, uh, once again, stands for human readable, and the s stands for uh, summarize. So you only have, uh, you only see the total amount of space that your home folder is taking up. There's also another interesting tool called Baobab, uh not exactly sure if that's pronounced correctly, but it's part of a uh, GNOME project. And if you go into your uh, accessories tab on the GNOME menu, you'll find a disk usage analyzer, or you can type B-A-O-B-A-B into the command line. And this will open up a nice graphical way to view disk space users, and you can analyze your home folder, uh, various other file systems, a remote folder, um, or any uh, folder you choose to scan on your disk. 
So this is convenient as well if you uh, like the, the GUI tools. For more information about DU, DF, and Valbab, you can take a look at their respective man pages. Hello, this is Verbal from Chicago, and here's a Firefox tip. When browsing web pages using Firefox, you may come across a page that gives you a message saying, Internet Exploder is required. Here's a way you can make that site think that you're using Internet Exploiter. In the address bar, type about colon config, then press enter. A page showing lines and lines of browser settings should be displayed. Scroll down to the line that reads general.useragent.extra.firefox. Double-click that line, then type msie space 7.0. Close that page, and then try to load the page that gave you the error message. Sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't, but I hope you find it handy. Hi Jess, this is Andy Anderson in Salisbury, Maryland. Let me say first that I love the podcast. I've been listening to selected episodes in order, and I am up to episode 65 about the Linksys NSLU2. I own a small computer consulting business and usually listen to the podcast while I'm driving to client sites. While all of my clients are currently using Windows, I use Ubuntu to run my business. I recently installed 7.10 Gutsy Gibbon on three of my workstations and one of my servers, and I've been pretty happy with it so far. I've been using Ubuntu since the 5.04 release, and before that I was using Debian 3.whatever, and before that I was using Red Hat 9.0. Before I moved to Linux, I used FreeBSD on servers for a few years, and OS2 on my workstations. Even though I have quite a bit of experience with PCs and Linux, I still learn something from each episode of the podcast, so keep up the good work. I hope to convert some of my commercial clients from Windows 2003 Server and Windows XP to Linux over the next few years. So if you have any upcoming episodes that deal with either vertical market apps on Linux or bookkeeping and accounting apps, that would be very interesting and helpful to me. Well, I've rambled on long enough, so let me finish by saying simply, thank you, and take care. All right. Well, thank you, Andy. That's uh, very nice of you to record that and send that in. And uh, as far as those applications go that you mentioned there at the end, uh, I you know, I don't have any current plans to get into those topics, but you know maybe that's something that I can explore after the first of the year. Uh, maybe that could be something that you know a guest uh, spot could cover or something like that. So, uh, but thank you for that feedback and thank you for the audio comment. I have a lot of uh, I got actually an amazing number of emails over the last several weeks, uh, just a lot. <laughs> And it's been very, very nice. Um, I've pulled out some to read here, uh, but there's a, there's a ton more. And so if I don't, you know, if I don't read it, uh, you know, please don't worry. I, I you know, I read every email I get. Uh, but what's one interesting thing about this bunch of emails is I actually heard. I think I got emails from uh, three or four uh, female listeners. 
which is great, which is unusual. I've gotten some in the past here and there, uh, but I don't know if this is hopefully maybe a trend because obviously this is something we've touched on before that uh, you know there doesn't seem to be a, a you know correct uh, proportion of of users male to female and and you know so it's great to see uh, Linux spreading out and 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 getting as many people uh, interested in, uh, as possible. So anyway, here's the first one. This one's actually uh, from Carrie, and she says, "I've been listening to the show for about a month now." I'm trying to catch up with all your shows and just listen to the one about Arch Linux yesterday. I tried Mandrake uh, for a few months about seven to eight years ago and put it aside from frustration. About three months ago, I tried PC Linux OS and caught the fever. In the interim, I've tried possibly every distro imaginable and I'm now using Linux Mint, which in my newbie opinion is fantastic. Although a little bloated, do a show, do a show. <laughs> However, after listening to the Arch show, you really got me interested in starting from the ground up and giving Arch a shot. Wow. I didn't think I could do it, but now I have a beautiful, clean install of Arch. No problems whatsoever and very easy to understand on install. Just waiting for me to choose my desktop. Thank you so much for the show. It encourages us newbies more than you can imagine because without, without the Arch show, I would have been too intimidated to try it. Best regards from a new dedicated fan of the show, Carrie. Yeah, that's awesome, Carrie. I'm so glad that you tried Arch. Um, Arch is fantastic. I mean, I just, oh, I just love Arch. Um, I mean, Arch, Slackware, and Debian are my favorite distributions, and, and Arch and Slackware are really the ones I, I use. Um, and Arch, I think, is just, it's just awesome. It's, it's, um, it, it, well, anyway, <laughs> for those who don't know much about it, go back and listen to the show and why I think Arch is so great. It's, uh, I love getting a clean install that I can just kind of build from the ground up, just as, just as you said, um, Carrie. So, uh, thank you so much for that email. I'm really glad you're enjoying the show and Arch as well. Here's one from Mike. Mike says, hi, my name is Mike. I came across this podcast in iTunes. I am an avid Mac user and I've always been curious about Linux. A few years ago, I bought a book on Red Hat and tried it out. I was really confused and could not get into it. After discovering Linux MCE recently, I decided to hear more about Linux. I am officially hooked. Your podcast has helped me so much. I think the idea of free software is brilliant. I also, um, let's see, what does he say? I also love... Uh, ideas like the $100 laptop. I'm going to continue listening and playing with as many distros of Linux as I can get. Keep up the super informative podcast from Mike. Uh, very cool, Mike. Thanks so much for that. And uh, yeah, the $100 laptops and the cheap uh, laptops and cheap computers running Linux, that's just a really cool thing. Uh, here's one from Bill. Bill says, I've been listening for several months now and have listened to all the back episodes. I love the show and finally decided to contribute something. That something is called iOS. I've installed it on my laptop running Ubuntu Gutsy and am impressed with it. Basically, it is a web desktop. At this time, I can see it being very useful for collaborative projects in, for example, a corporate environment and not so much for uh, like internet use. Basically, you log in and are presented with a desktop. You can send and receive email, create and edit documents, no standard formats, chat, play games, surf the web, and more from within a single browser window. Requirements are Apache and PHP. So try and install and try out some of the features. It's more of a toy at this stage, version 1.2, but can be used for serious work. Anyway, love the show and can't wait for the next issue. Thanks from Bill. Uh, yeah, Bill, that's that's cool. I've heard a lot about iOS. Uh, many other people have emailed me about it over the years. I still haven't tried it, so I've got to put that on my list. Uh, here's one from Thomas. Uh, Thomas says, hello, I'm a French listener of your podcast, fond of Linux and open source software and IT engineer. I've recently discovered your website and I found it very interesting. Your explanations are very clear and your topics are diversified enough. So thanks a lot for this. Regards, Thomas. Thanks, Thomas. 
Here's one from Maggie. Maggie says, Hi, Chess. I just wanted to thank you for a great podcast. I've used Linux in the past, but rather limited. Pretty much SSH into a school computer to finish homework from home type of thing. I recently finished a two-year mission for my church, and, and my access to computers was very limited during this time. I'm about to repartition and reinstall Linux on my desktop, and your podcast is really great as review. I've only listened to the first few episodes, and although I knew much of it before, I always learned something new and interesting. Thanks so much for this, and keep up the good work. Thanks very much, Maggie. Glad you enjoyed the show. Uh, here is one from Randy. Uh, Randy says, I'm starting into the world of Linux. I ordered one of those 199 GOS machines from Walmart. I've been thinking about getting started, and for $199, I have an extra computer to start playing with. If I don't like GOS, I can install something else. So I'm starting from podcast number one. I think I am now at number four. I appreciate the amount of time and work you've put into your podcast. Thanks. I do a bit of YouTube casting with my ham radio hobby. I can't imagine doing a video each week. So I'm looking forward to many hours of, of listening. I usually listen on my iPod during morning walks. Any plans on a podcast about GOS and Walmart? I heard that they sold their first group of 10,000 machines in less than two weeks. Thanks, Randy. Yeah, Randy, that's interesting. I, um, I would like to do a show on the GOS. I, I don't have one of those machines, so I guess that would you know, require me to buy one. Um, or I guess, you can, I guess you can download GOS, uh, obviously, separately, and I can put it on a, on a separate machine on a, you know, that I already own. But, yeah, I think that is something that I would like to do. So uh, thanks for that, Randy. Here's one from Brian. Brian says, I've played with Linux since 1998, but never made it my primary desktop. With some help from podcasts like yours and Dave Yates, I know uh, you. I now use Kubuntu as my main desktop OS at home. Thank you for all your hard work. From Brian. Excellent, Brian. And uh, I'm sure from listening to Dave's show that you've heard about other podcasts. There's a lot of them out there. And, uh, you know, so, and go to the Linux Link Tech Show. They've got a page there that lists all the Linux podcasts that are out there. And there's been a lot of new ones lately. So that's a great site to go check out. Here's an email from Gary. Gary says, great show. It's just what I needed. I'm on show number 13 and closing fast. I'll be running with the pack soon. <laughs> in one of the first three shows, a listener wrote that he was starting Linux, that he was starting late in Linux at 25 years of age. The kid doesn't know what late is. <laughs> I'm 63, 64 next month and just starting. And I'm looking forward to many more years of using Linux. Your show has been so helpful. Thanks from Gary. That's great, Gary. But you know, Gary, I got to tell you, I've had another listener that's got you beat. I think I had an email from a listener a long time ago who was in his 80s. So uh, Linux is for the young and old and everyone in between. Here's another email from Pat. Pat says, Pat, just dropping you an email along with my donation to say thanks for a great show. It has really hastened my learning of Linux, the open source software movement, and that there are so many alternatives to what is seen as the mainstream. I always look forward to your show every week. You have some great topics, especially the server series of episodes. Keep up the good work. Uh, excellent, Pat. Glad you liked that server series. Uh, that uh, that series, you know, I think most people really enjoyed it. A few people felt like it went on a little bit too long, but uh, uh, I think I think it went pretty well. Here's one from Michelle, uh, and Michelle says, "I've been listening to your podcast for about a year. Thank you for all the great info, guests, and tips." I was motivated to contribute to one of my favorite FOSS projects by a recent suggestion. And she actually sent me a list of three different projects that she had contributed to. And I put those already on the project donation page. Uh, anyway, she wraps up. Thank you, Chess, for your great show and for inspiring me to finally contribute to these worthy causes from Michelle. 
That's excellent, Michelle. That really is fantastic. That was really the whole point of this, you know, project donations thing. And that's why I encourage people not to send me any donations or anything. And I, you know, I'll give out these free CDs and DVDs because I really do want to try to encourage people, um, to make a small monetary donation to, you know, a project of, of their choosing. I just, you know, I think it's, I think it's worth it. Uh, here's one from Steve. Steve says your podcast has been instrumental in my switching to Linux. I'm 18 years old and I've tried to switch to Linux before, but I've never gotten a handle on it. Possibly because the first distro I used, I tried to use was Slackware, which is a little daunting for a new user. Now that I'm in college for computer network and system administration, I figured it would be a good idea to switch back again. I now have a machine dual booting win 98 and Slack and a machine running uh, Debian. Like I said before, your podcast has been helpful in teaching me things about Linux I would have had to bug my friends about otherwise. I just wish I had listened to the episodes on home servers before I, I went and switched my server from Windows to Debian. That was a pain, not knowing what I was doing. It took about a week. Thank you so much from Steve. Uh, good, Steve. I'm, well, I'm glad you finally found that, uh, that series anyway. It might be something, you know, helpful <laughs> later on. All right, let's see. A few more here. Here's one from Richard. Richard says, great idea for prodding donations in episode 89. We faced the same issue at our lug. Um, and he gave me a link to, you know, something at his lug where they're working on this. He says, uh, and now he says, fundraising and support awareness are part of each of our meetings. Best regards, Richard. That's awesome, Richard. I, I don't think my lug does that really uh, as much as, as I'd like. And, you know, again, that's partly why I'm bringing up the subject now. So glad to see that your lug is encouraging the same kind of thing. Here is uh, an email from Michael. Uh, Michael says, I'm a latecomer to podcasts, but as an avid Linux user, I found yours and have enjoyed listening to the varied topics. In the 2707 broadcast, you talked briefly about Linux in schools. I agree that with the money saved and using FOSS with no loss in educational value, the limited school funds could be redirected to better uses like teacher salaries. I've been pursuing a business model to develop uh, turnkey Linux thin client network systems for schools and other public sector groups here in Northern California and have met with some success. There's an overview on my website about one such project. I'd be interested to hear if you've received any other feedback regarding Linux in schools or if you've had any success in your own district. Thanks again for the great podcast, Michael. Well, Michael, I haven't pursued it in my own uh, school district for my kids yet, uh, but I have had a lot of feedback from it. And, you know, over the, over the different episodes, and we've had some interviews even regarding Linux in schools. And so um, I think it's definitely something that's growing and becoming uh, more and more mainstream or popular. I do think Linux in schools has a place, not, you know, everywhere and not in every single situation, but I do think there's some benefit there, uh, not just the cost savings, although that's a big part of it, but I really do believe that there's some philosophical benefit and, you know, some moral benefit and that kind of thing to providing free software to, to students. Um, and especially for students who cannot afford computers at home and expensive licenses and that kind of thing. So, uh, making people aware of these alternatives, you know, might help families that would think that computers are out of, are out of reach. So, um, Anyway, so thank you very much, Michael. All right, last email for this week. Actually, last email for the year uh, is from David, and it's appropriate. That's why I saved it to the end. He says, hey, Chess, I want to comment on a great show you have. Your show is fun and interesting to listen to. There are times when you need to take a break. Recording, editing, and writing a podcast show every week can be, can be draining. You have a lot of loyal fans, and we won't be upset if you take some time off, especially with the next two coming holidays. Keep up the great work. Happy holidays from David. Well, David, that's very appropriate, very timely. 
and very accurate. <laughs> I am taking a break, you know, a month, month and a half, somewhere in that range. Uh, and, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to spend a lot of good family time. We're going to see uh, my, you know, parents and some of my siblings. And uh, my wife and I, we're going to have a nice Christmas here at home with the, with our kids. And then we're going, my wife and I are going on this trip to San Francisco. I'm going to bring her with me. We're actually going to make this trip a week-long trip, spend some days in San Francisco itself, and then uh, the last several days down in San Jose at, at the Google uh, World uh, Domination Headquarters for the uh, KDE event in mid-January. So uh, I will be back sometime after that. Uh, so um, anyway, thank you very much, David. Again, thanks to everybody else. Thanks for a great year. Thank you for everything that you that you all have done for me. Donations, emails, feedback, forum participation, IRC chat. It's just been awesome. And I think with that, I'm going to wrap it up for this year. And I know normally I talk over the closing song, but I'm not going to do that this time. And that's because I actually have a different closing song, just a one-time thing. Um, I'll you know use the regular closing song next time or after the first of the year. But I figured with the holidays and everything, and obviously I realize not everybody uh, celebrates Christmas, um, uh, but you know I thought this was a, a very nice holiday song, uh, you know, to close out this year of Linux reality. So, y'all take care. Have a great holiday. Have a great and happy new year. And I'll catch you all in 2008. See you later. Bye bye. <laughs> It's Dominic the donkey, jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey, la 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 Santa's got a little friend, his name is Dominic, the cutest little donkey, you'll never see him kick. When Santa visits his paisans with Dominic, he'll be Because the reindeer cannot climb the hills of Italy Hey, jingity jing It's Dominic the donkey Jingity jing The Italian Christmas donkey La, la, la La, 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 la La, la, la Bells around his feet and presents on the sled. Hey, look at the Mayor's Derby on top of Dominic's head. A pair of shoes for Louie and a dress for Josephine. The label on the inside says they're made in Brooklyn. Hey, jingity jing, it's Dominic the donkey. Jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey. La 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 la. la. Sing and clap their hands and Dominic starts to dance. They talk Italian to him and he even understands. Kumbaras and Kumbaras do they dance a daramdel. When Santa Nicola comes to town and brings Ujucharil, hey, jingity jing, it's Dominic the donkey, jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey, la 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 la.